0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept, because it neither sees or knows him. But you know him, because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live and you will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me. And whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to be with you always. I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to be with you always. Our Lord says this as he prepares to leave his disciples, that he will ask the Father to send this advocate And that that advocate will be with us always. And he's speaking, of course, of spirit. And and he goes on to say, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot accept because it neither sees nor knows him, but you know him because he remains in you. He remains with you and will be in you. And the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Holy Trinity. The Holy Spirit is the living God who has been given to each and every one of us in the sacraments of baptism and confirmation. And that third person of the Trinity dwells within us always. 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 A few weeks ago, Archbishop Lucas gave a reflection to priests and he talked about visiting a group of people, visiting like a mission territory, and when he got there, finding great faith among them, even though they didn't have priests with them, even though they didn't have the sacraments on a regular basis, but he found. The faith, And they received him with great joy because that meant that they would be able to celebrate weddings and have mass and go to confession and celebrate the sacrament of confirmation. And he remarked about their great faith that God was with him and the church was there. And the church was there precisely because, and God was with them, precisely because the Holy Spirit was dwelling in their hearts, and they knew Him. And they knew Him, and He is never far from them. And that's not to say that we don't need the sacraments and we don't need priests and we don't need the church and we don't need to come to Matt. There's not to say any of that, but simply to say that sometimes we discount the reality of the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. We discount the reality of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. And it is, in fact, a reality. It's the Holy Spirit that prompts our hearts at those times when perhaps even in these last weeks, and we've been prompted to reach out to somebody who really needed to hear from us that day, or we've been prompted to start a conversation with one of our children or our spouse that bore great fruit. That all happens because the Holy Spirit is dwelling within us. And it's obviously important that we receive that gift of the Holy Spirit among the many things that have been canceled have been confirmations for our young people and, and as we're getting ready to reintegrate and in fact we're reintegrating this weekend in many parts of our own diocese and parts of the country yet still having to keep these social distancing rules. One of the gifts has been, for many couples getting married, that there's a renewed focus on the sacrament, a renewed focus on what our Lord does in that sacrament. And as we approach or think about the Sacrament of Confirmation, it's just as important that we focus on that sacrament. In the first reading from today's Mass from the Acts of the Apostles, Philip goes to Samaria and he proclaims Christ to the Samaritans and he's able to drive out many spirits from possessed people. And there's great joy in that city. And when the apostles hear that they had accepted the word of God, Peter and John go immediately and pray for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit for it had not yet fallen upon any of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. That there was a second movement after their baptism. And Peter and John rush to go and pray over them that they might receive the Holy Spirit which is the sacrament of confirmation. And just as they rush to go, we also should have as much zeal in our own hearts about that and making sure that in whatever way possible, our young people receive that sacrament because they need it. We all need it. And perhaps we too need to meditate more deeply on what happened to us in that sacrament where we received the Holy Spirit and we became, we say, adults in the church. that we came to maturity in the church. And as with all sacraments, there's a grace given and then there's the efficacy of that grace which is dependent on our own disposition as we continue to mature into adults. And it is the grace of that sacrament that allows us to be attentive to the movements of the Spirit in our own hearts. And we're coming to Ascension Thursday, the seventh Sunday of Easter, and finally the great feast of Pentecost, where we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit on the church the spirit that makes all things new, the spirit that brings union where there was division. And perhaps our prayer this week, really in anticipation of the celebration of Pentecost and in reflection upon the graces that we received in our own confirmation, is that our Lord bring union where there's division. that he bring union to our church, which is geographically and social distance social distance divided, but also ideologically divided. That the Holy Spirit bring union to our families, which are often divided because of misunderstandings, because of old hurts, and perhaps most importantly, that he bring union to our own hearts, that we may live every single day of our lives as witnesses to what the Spirit has done to transform. those very lives from within. And so today, let us pray that our Lord unleash an abundance of that Holy Spirit, that advocate who will be with us always. That we grow more attentive of the movements of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. And that that same Spirit bring union wherever there is division, in our families, in our church, and in the whole world. And we pray together the prayer of spiritual communion, Lord Jesus Christ. Although I cannot now receive you in the most holy sacrament of the altar, I ask you to come spiritually into my heart and abide with me forever. You in me and I in thee in time and in eternity.